0: You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 274. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Hi, hello, it's Marisa here. Is this thing on? (laughs) is that too loud. I kid, but I don't kid because I was recently on a call, had this beautiful microphone plugged in, or no, did not have it plugged in, was leaned into it though, talking as if it was on. So fingers crossed because it's been a minute since I've been with you here on the podcast. How are you? I miss you. I have taken a couple of weeks. I was at a very in-depth what I thought was a business conference. More on that later. It was fantastic. My first in-person conference in a couple of years. And so I have lots of insight to share, but I want to kick off this return to the podcast by sharing an episode with you that we recorded inside of the Expansive Artists with one of my favorite mentors, Stu McLaren. I still have the honor of working with Stu. Truly, when I joined what was then called Tribe in 2019. It has now been completely revamped. There's a completely new version coming to the world in just the next couple of weeks, and it's called the Membership Experience, or also known as TME. Where we live in this world where the expansive artists are EA, and and the Membership Experience is TME, and my Artful Selling Program is AS. You know we have a lot going on in the world. We got to keep it short and sweet, which I'm just going to let you know now, uh, this episode, not short and sweet, but for you who are thinking of either starting your own membership, which that comes in many forms, as you'll hear in today's episode, and or thinking about teaching online, which I do love this aspect of growing our community. I am Connecting with more of you who are creatives and artists who are really interested in sharing your gifts, not only through the art that you make, but also through mentoring, teaching creative practice, healing. So many different modalities that often accompany us creatives and I just get very excited about supporting you with that as well and so I've decided as the years progress and I get to share more with you and I also get to introduce you to the mentors who have helped me in this world that we're just going to call this second quarter going into summertime, sort of the online teaching season of what we are talking about here on the podcast, because I share this in this episode. So I'll just say this briefly. I do believe many people, many creatives I'll put in that category are kind of being called to help and support and guide in all these different forms right through just inspiration and sharing knowledge and or like I mentioned healing which we all know well if you don't know art is very healing the practice of art sharing of art oh there's so much I want to say about that but we'll save that we'll save that for a moment I feel that there is, I felt this before, I said it before on this recording, and it's really continuing now. If you do feel called to sharing more of your gifts and helping people in this world, this is for you. That's the short version. And circling back to talking about having the opportunity to work with Stu, when I joined Tribe, now the membership experience in... 2019 it was an absolute turning point for me it yes i've talked about this in other times but it was such a powerful decision there are just those moments you don't always know when they're going to happen and a lot of times it's a series of moments like dominoes that suddenly you know tip into the other and then it leads to this this very pivotal moment but Stu is truly just one of the biggest hearts that I know, and I absolutely love his work. I have loved being part of the community that he's founded. Some of my favorite people today. I feel I am just filled with so much gratitude of what that one decision, right? On the heels of so many others that led me to that moment, have sort of opened doors for me in all this direction, in all these directions and have really connected me with some of the best people. And along those lines, some of the best business owners, just in terms of their, their heart, the heart with which they lead, and the transformations that they are creating in the world. It's so inspiring. And creatives are 100% a huge part of, of that world. And Yes, I can say a lot. But as I as I already promised you, this is a longer episode. It's a it's a roundtable. So Stu kicks it off in the beginning. And then our members, Eliza joins us and Sarah joins us and Marie. And I will link up all of the details in the show notes. Most important Because it is membership and online teaching season. If you are thinking about having a membership, Stu is your guy. Done and done. Just go learn from him. He hosts this workshop once a year, the membership experience. And We had talked about this around last year at this time. So he always hosts it in April. You can save the date. And this year, just to make note, it's April 21st. So it's this Thursday, April 21st, 2022. And I will have a link for you to join in the show notes and go do it. You will be so inspired. You just this was a huge light bulb moments for me. As you can hear, it's hard for me to even articulate how transformative this time has been. I'm still, I'm still processing it. Honestly, it's, I I reached a a milestone for myself and, and it's also just been two years, right? It's, it's been a lot these past couple of years, but it's really given me pause to reflect on how far I've come and all that I've accomplished and just what I've built over the past couple of years. And like I said, how my community has transformed, how how the community I founded continues to grow and how the community that I'm a part of in this online, really, uh, teaching is, it's like too limited, right? It's this online people who want to be of service people who want to help one another just how i've grown within that community as well it's it seems sometimes like a, a big world but it's not it's a small community of people who just care so much about the people they're working with and have the opportunity to serve and share knowledge with of which of whom you are one, (laughs) you are one. So I always say thank you for listening to the podcast. It's an honor to have this opportunity to share with you. I saw that on a side note, our numbers really went up the last couple of weeks, I think, you let me know. I think you really enjoyed the coaching episodes we did on Instagram Live. Those were fun, right? I definitely want to come back and do more of those as well. And this is similar. This is a similar format. You're going to hear from four different people with their perspectives on this world around teaching around starting your own membership, all the different kinds of memberships or recurring revenue models you can have in your business, which as an artist is, it's always recommended as an entrepreneur, you want to have multiple streams of revenue. You want to stage those out at one at a time, but you do want to have those. It's very important. And so we touch upon all of this And you'll hear from artists who are teaching in different areas as well. So it's, you know, when you're listening, just come in with an open mind and imagine that you are a cup and someone is coming to pour their, your favorite beverage in and just be receptive because ideas are going to come to you. And especially if you are especially if you are thinking about this for yourself. Trust that intuition. Follow it. Don't get overloaded with ideas. One thing at a time. I'm going to remind you again and again, it really does add up. Just take a deep breath, tune in and stay open because if you also are joining Stu for the membership experience this year, you are going to hear so many stories. It's He's a fantastic storyteller. He knows all of his members and the amount of, oh, it gets so inspiring. The amount of people who are doing the coolest things in so many different industries. So if you happened upon this or someone shared it with you and you're not necessarily in our uh, artist creative world, you're like creative adjacent, then uh, I invite you to enjoy as well because, it's good. It's really, really good. So enjoy this episode. It's good to be back with you. And I can't wait to share more with you coming soon. So Thursday, this Thursday, April 21st, 2022, grab the link in the show notes, and I'll see you for the membership experience. And we'll talk soon. it says I'm live. <laughs> there he is. I see him. I see him. Stu. Oh, whoa. I'm releasing our our celebrity guest. Our celebrity guest is coming to join us. So I kicked off this call a little bit early because we had the opportunity to, and here we go, hear from someone... <laughs>
1: Hello.
0: <laughs> Hello, someone, I know Sue is very humble, so I won't um, gush on and on, but I have shared with you tribe, it's tribe season, let's just, let's call it what it is. Um, and joining tribe was life changing for me business changing, I will gush on about that in many other places. But I wanted to have um, Stu on today. Hey, everybody, good to see you. If you get a chance, be sure to click the stream yard button so I can see you see who you are and say hello to you. Um, but I wanted to open today, we have, we're kicking off our call, we've got a lot of guests coming today, and I wanted Stu to open it for us, he was, we were able to get on his celebrity book schedule, <laughs> because it is track season, and I thank you, I will not take all of our quick minutes that we have him in the intro, but Stu, I wanted to just open with this quickly, because I think this is kind of the deeper part of membership recurring revenue online teaching online business you said in our mastermind the other day you said you are the protector of our confidence Mm. and I wanted to say thank you for that and the reason I share that here within the expansive artists is because that's what I feel that I am for my artists And that on this greater level, when we share our gifts in any capacity, and today we're talking about online teaching or, you know, memberships, that's in essence what we're doing. We're touching somebody in that way. And if we don't have that, I don't know, I wouldn't be here, Stu. I wouldn't Mm -hmm. be in the game without the support that I've had from you and from the incredible tribe community and the tribe team. And so I just wanted to kick that off by acknowledging that, saying that that's what we're all here for. And if you two are wanting to share your gifts, you are going to have that impact because it's the ripple effect. And then, yes, Stu, go ahead.
1: Uh, uh, Thank you for that. You know, I don't take that lightly. And, you know, and I just know for me in my life, there have been some people who have believed in me more than I believed in myself. And because of that, uh, it moved me to take action that I probably wouldn't have taken. And so, you know, initially when people join a membership, they're coming because they're wanting to, to learn something or to improve some area of their life. But at the end of the day, like it's not just about the strategies and tactics and and the things, right? Like as an artist, you know, imagine if somebody has all the skills, but they don't have the confidence in themselves to be able to start painting or to trust their instincts. Like that, then it's going to compromise the quality of the art that they produce. And so and just like in business, you know, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but if you don't have the confidence to move forward on that knowledge, the same thing is going to happen. It's going to compromise your ability to really grow that business. So, I do look at my you know uh role as as a protector of confidence because I've had people who have done the same for me and I love how you know you're doing it for everybody in your community as well and how that has that ripple effect and so yes I think that you know when we talk about you know memberships and why people join it's not just for the stuff it's not just for the information it's for the transformation that uh, is possible and so much of that is certainly showing up for people and holding space for them of you know around what's possible in their lives that they at that moment may not even be able to see it.
0: yeah we're I we was just on a clubhouse talking about this and you're we're not supposed to be in a vacuum and as artists in particular we tend to do that you know, we kind of do our studio work. We might be more introverted. Stu's an introvert, by the way. (laughs) Believe it or not, yes. It's drive season, so he's on. (laughs) But yes, and, and we, I didn't realize how much I was missing it as well. So I think for... The time that we have you, this was a question I had asked in the group specifically to online teaching, but let's just keep in mind that when Stu is teaching, I know many of you are excited to do the workshop starting April 22nd, a week from today on Thursday, Um, I know membership is recurring revenue. So at Mm -hmm. first I would say, who would be right for recurring revenue? Everyone. Everyone who's a business owner is right for recurring revenue. But I was also asking specifically related to the teaching side, because membership can Mm -hmm. also be subscription boxes, kits, lots of different opportunities there. But creatives in particular seem to be crushing
1: it with teaching. (laughs) Huge. Like it, it, it's, it's mind boggling. And I think a huge part of it, um, is that this last year has been, you know, fascinating and interesting, right. From a whole bunch of different perspectives, but, um, uh, thank you by the way. Um, but one thing that came up, uh, earlier this week, which really had me just like sitting on this and thinking about this was that I was talking to a gentleman who, uh, in our community who has a membership, his name's Daryl. He has a membership and in his membership, he's teaching people how to, he's teaching people Greek. And as part of that, they are going through the Bible in old Greek. Um, And so it's like a really niche, niche, right? Like, you know, talking about a niche of a niche. Um, But anyway, one of his members said to him that he's, uh, that he was so grateful for COVID because prior to COVID, he was driving an hour to work and an hour back. So two hours a day commute. And he said, because of COVID, it shut everything down. So he was working from home. So instantly this gentleman had two hours a day that back in his life. And he decided he wanted to use those two hours to improve his life. And this is why I think so many memberships and especially, you know, creative art memberships have absolutely boomed in the past year. Because people are like, I want to use this time. I want to use this to better my skills, and they've had an interest or a passion about something for a while, and they just never had the time to do it. And now they're like, now I've got two hours a day back. I'm using it, and so this is why. Like, it's been absolutely incredible to watch you, to watch others in a community who've Our absolutely been here, and Sarah's oh. been here, Michelle. <laughs> it's incredible, right? Like all all the all the ways in which. People are getting uh, their magic out to the world and helping so many more people. It's amazing. It's incredible. I'm so proud of you and everybody uh, in the way that's happened. And so, yes, the creative and art memberships are booming because people are wanting to learn skills. They're wanting to pursue interests that they just have before this time haven't had a chance to.
0: And so if someone is is sitting there, and I know you're going to do a great job taking people through steps in a deeper way starting next week but a lot of times people are like is this right for me like how do you answer that question like teaching specifically or just adding on this level to their
1: business well i think that there are so many different ways to add a membership and uh recurring revenue to any type of business whether it's product-based businesses right like if if uh we start thinking about product-based businesses uh these are like the socks of the month or the art kit of the month or the, you know, uh, razors of the month or the ear- earrings of the month or all these, you know, subscription boxes, things that products of the month. Um, those are the, you know, a product-based memberships. Then there's like service-based memberships. Uh, these are things like, um, Uh, We get organic fruits and veggies delivered to our door each and every month. And uh, it also comes with recipes, you know, teaching us how to, you know, make stuff with the fruits and veggies that are coming. And yes, we could go to the grocery store or the farmer's market, but it's way more convenient to, you know, have it directly delivered to our door. Uh, Service-based memberships, another example, I was just talking to uh, Sarah Jane, who's in our community, and she owns a Pilates studio, uh, and she's a massage therapist. She's created a membership around the services that she provides. So instead of somebody coming in one time, they uh, now sign up for a membership and they come in on a regular basis. Like even a barber shop in Toronto, A barbershop in Toronto has a membership. And again, instead of hoping that their clients and customers are going to come back, they know with certainty that they will because they have a membership where people can get a certain number of cuts each month. So there's all kinds of ways to do it for services. But then, excuse me, the knowledge-based memberships are the ones that like get me so excited because they are taking what we already know, love and do. And they're just turning it into memberships uh, by helping people either learn a new skill or master a new skill, or helping people solve a problem or challenge that they may be experiencing. Mm-hmm. Like I've got a dog that's you know you know uh, uh, out of control and it's peeing everywhere, it's chewing everything, and and I want a perfectly you know a perfect puppy, so to speak. Well, that's a problem, and you know where they want to get to is a perfect puppy, or perhaps you know I think of like. Leslie Varenick in our community. She helps uh, specifically Christian women who are in broken uh, relationships and they don't know what to do. And uh, so she has helped these women go from that place to a place of feeling safe and knowing how to move forward and so forth. I think of Ginger Dean. Ginger is a therapist and her business before was working one-on-one with clients. And this year she launched her membership. And now she's, uh, helping people that she would have been helping one-on-one teaching the same things, but in a far more leveraged way in a membership. Now she's serving thousands of people, you know, uh, instead of, you know, uh, 14 to uh, 16 clients a day. So there are all kinds of ways to take what we're already doing and teach it and help people either master new skill or, you know, solve an ongoing problem. And that's inside of a membership. And so certainly in the creative space, It's in the new skill, right? Like going from not knowing how to paint to learning how to paint or not knowing how to draw to learning to draw, not knowing how to do calligraphy to, you know, learning how to do calligraphy, like not knowing how to doodle to doodling, not knowing how to work on the iPad and create art on the iPad to mastering. um, Oh, what's it called? Dang it. I was opening it up the other day, but you know what I'm saying? You know, so like, (laughs) yes, thank you. Thank you. But this is my point is like, These are all great examples of just like people, you know, wanting to learn a skill and this is where they are. They're not knowing it to then learning how to master that skill. And we don't become a great artist like instantly because we've watched a video. It's about mastering the skills of learning it, doing it, practicing it, getting feedback, learning it again, practicing it, doing it, getting feedback. And we keep repeating that cycle. And little by little, we begin to make progress. And that's what a membership is all about.
0: And if we're introverted or we feel like someone else is doing what we're doing, why should we do it as well? And I know that's a big question. We have a minute.
1: (laughs) Okay, time out.
0: Straight, give it to us straight.
1: (laughs) We just need to look at what's happened in our community. Look at the way in which, specifically, um, those of you who are in the creative community have uh, um, embraced the mindset of collaboration over competition. Like and what's happened as a result of that? Like all of your sites are booming. It's not that there's like one pie and we're all scrapping for pieces of the pie. No, 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 no. We're in a bakery. Like there are there are pies for everybody. Everybody's got a pie, right? And and the reason for this is like we all love learning from different people for different reasons. And it's not to say that because somebody you know, is learning from one person that they're not going to want to learn from anybody else. No, no. no. We all attract the people that most like to learn from us and to think that there's something else out there and therefore nobody's going to want to sign. Like, let me give you a real simple example. So um, I'm in the midst right now of uh, renovating my home office and I'm wanting to create like a video studio because, you know, I, I go live a lot. I do a lot of videos and I'm wanting to kind of, you, know, you know, renovate it and, and make it a little more spiffy. So I go online and sure enough, I do a YouTube search and there's thousands of videos like on you know how to create a video studio, a home studio, all that kind of stuff, thousands and thousands. Then if you do like a search on Google, there's thousands of blogs and articles, all the stuff. So the question might be, well, why would somebody pay me? Like little old me to <laughs> learn how to do X, Y, Z when there's thousands of free resources available? Let me tell you why. Cause I went and I went on YouTube and I watched hours of these videos and I, and I took down all kinds of notes, had all kinds of ideas that I wanted to do. But there came a point in time, Risa, where I was just kind of frozen. I'm like, okay, I got, I got lots of ideas, but what do I actually do? Like, how do I get started? Like, and, and trying to piece all this together was more complicated and overwhelming, and I wasn't doing anything. So I was getting frustrated by that. So I went into our Facebook group and I asked, I said, does anybody know somebody that I could talk to that could help me with this? and Dana Abraham in our community. She's like, ah, uh, Stu, there's a membership for that. She's like, go to livestreamingpros.com. So I go to livestreamingpros.com. It's $97 a month. I sign up. I don't even think twice. Why? Because they have mapped it out for me. Like they've mapped it out on how to plan a studio, how to design the set, how all the equipment, like all the things to think about. So I'm not having to try to piece all this stuff together and somehow cobble together a plan for myself. No, no, no. They've mapped it out. They've taken it from all of this down to this and they've created clarity. And that's the beauty of a membership. People are looking for and seeking for somebody just to give them the clarity on how to move forward in going from where they are to where they want to be. This is why people sign up. And so what I want to encourage everybody is that if, and they are learning from you, whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, uh, podcast, YouTube channel, wherever it might be, they're learning from you for a reason. And they want to go deeper with you. They want to be on that journey. And you are the guide, take them on it. And help them make that progress.
0: Here, here, <laughs> and don't let being an introvert get in the way of that. Not for one bit.
1: <laughs> no, like at the end of the day, like we all have our own style, and that's what you know why people are uh, you know love us and appreciate us. Like uh, I don't know if you saw this uh, this morning, Marisa, but um, Jennifer Chamberlain, who is another creative in in our tribe community, you know she. Specifically helps women in a certain uh, age group, and like that's who she specializes. She speaks oh, to them, and 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 her memberships are booming. And so there's a place for all of us, and we've just got to realize that you know people want to learn from you because they like you, they like your style, and uh, and there's an opportunity for all of us here. It's not we're all, we're not competing for a slice of the pie. There's pies for everybody. No, I was just talking to
0: Michelle Lloyd's group this morning. <laughs> There you go. We're talking to the same community. We have some of the same members. We have people are having a piece of pie from every, from everywhere.
1: That's how. Yeah, we some dig. people like blueberry pie. Some people like uh, cherry pie, and raspberry pie, and lemon ring pie. There's.
0: Yeah. It's all about the pies. Well, Stu, I want to be uh, honor your time. I appreciate that you and your very busy schedule right now. And we want Stu in all the places, everywhere that you made time to come and. Um, kick off our call today. We'll certainly go deeper, and I'm gonna be there through the workshop for anyone who has questions as well, because, yeah,
1: well, well, thanks, gang, and listen. Um, Teresa, I saw your your comment there. You said so much information and too little confidence. Here's <laughs> what I want you to know. You want to know where the confidence comes from? The confidence comes from just starting. And working with one person, two people, three people, five people, and, and really just focusing on them in the beginning and, and helping create an environment that's going to help them make progress. Because when they experience progress, that's the thing that's going to develop confidence in you. And so nothing lights me up more than when I hear from our community, when I hear from Marisa and and Michelle and so many others who share with me the progress that's happening, it creates confidence in me to continue sharing and to continue doubling down. And so what I would share with you is that if you want a way to begin developing confidence, help others make progress and really get dialed into how you can do that. And once that begins to happen, and initially it's going to start with that first person, then it'll be two, then it'll be five, then it'll be 10, and then it'll be hundreds, then it'll be thousands. And you'll develop momentum, but you've got to start. You've got to start. You can't create confidence. Trying, You can't think your way to confidence. It no. comes from getting into action. And just like painting, you get better and better at it. The more you do it, the same is true in business and the same is true in life, quite frankly. So most important is get out of your own way and get into action. That's how you develop the confidence. Buddy, thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. Thank
0: you. appreciate you. And thank you again. I know you fired everyone up. <laughs>
1: Well, I hope so, because I believe in every single one of you. And I really want to encourage you, come join us for the workshop on April 22nd. It's free. Yes. Uh, yes. And the, the whole focus is to help you get that clarity and more importantly, build that momentum so that you can h- develop that recurring revenue in your business and in your life. That's the thing that creates stability. That's the thing that relieves the stress. And that's what I want for every single one of you uh, watching and listening. So thank yes. you, buddy. I appreciate you having me. Thanks, Marisa. Thank you, see you gang.
0: of confidence. That's what we are.
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. We'll see you soon. Take care. Okay.
0: All right, everyone. I have more guests coming. That was fun, huh? <laughs> I knew he would be fun to have and um, he's just, yeah, I can listen to him and I have listened to him talk for hours and hours and hours. And I feel inspired every time. Because it's also just, it's just, we're seeing what's possible for so many people. I always thought I was a pretty big dreamer. And then I got, I joined the tribe community and I was like, oh my gosh, I have not been dreaming big enough. And this isn't even just on the membership teaching side. There's just something infectious about seeing people rise to all the levels all the possibilities for them you know watching artists flourish in their art career and then be able to go on and support other artists and you know we were talking about Heidi Easley who spoke um, last year in our group you can find her in our opt-in it was a whole like lead magnet and Heidi's on fire as well when she speaks. And she teaches, you know, women how to host their own paint parties and shifted and pivoted to doing that virtually. And just, it's, and we met someone on Clubhouse today who is part of Heidi's community who knew about me from my book. And you, you just realized that I was saying on Clubhouse, like we are a the the rising tide that lifts all ships. So you know me, I mix up my analogies all the time. The beach that no, we're not on a beach. <laughs> we're on this we're in the ocean. It's true. It works. I used to give more lip service to this, and I was like, "Can we really collaborate?" Yes, in the right communities, you can. The right kind of heart-centered, genuine um, communities, led with that kind of passion. I was also saying earlier, and I'm going to bring on bring on our guests to talk to you today. Um, when you see Stu talk to with his alumni, and if you watch him through the launch. Um, He lights up so much like this man cares deeply about the impact that this idea and you'll hear his whole story throughout the workshop has become what it has become. And at the time that it is now where we are online more than ever and people have lost their businesses, you're going to hear from Sarah in a moment how this has pivoted for her as well and, you know, had to make quick decisions last year, like people are just waking up to all this opportunity and possibility. And we're all part of a group who are ready and welcoming you in all different capacities to say, we're here. We're your protector of confidence. I just love that so much. I had to share it with you. So I am now, how is everyone doing? I can't see everyone. I'm going to There's a little button when we go live on StreamYard, which we haven't done a lot of in the group. We just started doing it when we have guests on. There's a little button that you can click that says um, click on StreamYard. That's all it does. And it somehow knows to recognize you on Facebook. And then we can see your photo. That's why Teresa Stu spotted you. (laughs) Or you cannot, but it's just us now. (laughs) Stu <laughs> spotted you, sorry, Teresa. Um, it doesn't. Otherwise, it just says Facebook user, and I can't communicate with you. But I can also peek over at our membership at the same time because you know I love to I love to be able to talk to you directly. So if you can click on that, I think it will it will show me. And what I wanted to do today, as I bring on our panelists, we're going to do a little bit of a roundtable. This is something we haven't done in the group before but i thought this would be a perfect opportunity to do so wait let me there we go <laughs> i'm like add stream here we go we have sarah joining us and we have marie and we have eliza hello everyone <laughs> Um, welcome. And uh, for our expansive artists, especially our new members, uh, Sarah, Eliza and Marie are all expansive artist members with you with us. And I invited them to come on today. And we'll start with, um, we'll just go in the order of the boxes. So I see Sarah, and then I'll go to Eliza and then Marie. I invited you to come and speak today because you've all chosen to add online teaching and or, you know, maybe focus on it even more into your art business, into your art world. And I thought that it would be helpful to hear your perspective on if we can start with Sarah um, for each of you. What it is that you do, and you'll know from all the marketing speakers, who do you serve? (laughs) How do you help? And how did you decide that this was the right next step for you? So we'll start with Sarah, then Eliza, and then Marie. And then just in case, um, and I might do it myself, and then sometimes I forget, I'm muted for background noise. If you're not speaking, you can just mute yourself. And then we've got Sarah. Hello. (laughs)
2: Hello. (laughs) So I mostly teach um, kids art classes online. Um, I try to focus on families. So I've been doing like the kids with the parents. Um, They're able to join in to do the classes too. And um, I do some adult classes, but mainly my biggest, um, even when I try to like move away from kids a little bit, like try to Add more adults into my classes, it seems like I just keep getting more kids. So (laughs) that appears to be the direction to stay in, is mostly with the kids and their parents um, for the classes. And um, how I started was actually Marisa pushed me to do it because um, my school was shutting down and I didn't know what was going to be happening. And um, that was why I went online. I had no desire to go online. I had, um, there was. I really didn't want to, I considered not doing my job anymore because it meant that I had to learn how to do video. And that just scared me so much. Like I had to write down what I was saying on a piece of paper, even down to my name and tape it up in front of me. So I could know what I was saying. And, um, I would start the videos over and over and over. And now, um, it's just, totally different, but, um, that's my biggest focus is kids and, um, it's kindergarten through sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You might have seen Sarah's post. She's always keeping us up to date where she actually said a year ago I could barely go on live video, and now you're got like all your hats going. And you're You can see
2: my you could actually see my almost my full body and I told my mom I said, "Oh my gosh, my apron was longer than my shorts." I said, "It looks like I'm dressed really weird." But yeah, it was I would have never put that a year ago there's no way in heck I would have done that video. No way.
0: Well, so really quick, Sarah, what, what was the turning point for you? Like, how did you, I know on some level it was like survival, you know, you had to come up with, you were a school art teacher, so you actually have experience with it, but what was that moment for you where you're like, okay, I, I can't like be in my own way on this anymore.
2: It was, I mean, it just, it was really depressing. It was a depressing point. It was, um, you know, when you're sitting there trying to piece together, like, what food you can get from the store and being so cheap that it was just so uncomfortable. And I thought, you know, something has to change. So I'm either going to do something or I'm not. And if I don't do something, it's just going to be like this and get worse. So I had nothing to lose to try. And I just really didn't expect the, um, the response I got from it was, I mean, it was huge. It was just not what I was expecting. And with the online community, I thought maybe like people will stop wanting to do this eventually. But I'm finding that a lot of people are saying how um, convenient it is. So even people with kids are like, this is super convenient because, you know, they don't have to drive 30 minutes to take their kid to a lesson and then sit and wait around for the thing to end and then drive back. It's right in their house and the parents can join with the kids. And yeah, but it was pretty much like do it or, you know, I didn't know what was going to come from it, but there's kind of just, I needed to do it or I needed to shut up and not complain because I needed to make something happen right then. And um, it was, I was determined to do it so
0: and you and you did and your story is that you came in hoping to make the membership feedback and I think you wrote to me that was one of those messages like Stu gets these messages too where you like DM'd me and you said I made it was a thousand dollars in the first six weeks of joining um when you started to put your teaching out there which was Amazing. Like you took action right away. And and Sarah says I pushed her. <laughs> I pushed her. No. I just told her for the group, and I will do this for you when I see it. Um, I nudge you, Sarah. <laughs> I gently nudge you. No, I just told her to if she needed to create income right away, which she did, to pick the lowest hanging fruit is a saying like. Many times we don't see what is our easiest path our path of least resistance. And because Sarah had experience, you know, she was built for this. And I am, you know, certainly like drinking the tribe Kool-Aid and love memberships, because here we are. I'm like Sarah, this is like a no brainer because people are also on lockdown and at home and people are wanting help with their kids and you know, and I think to your point and what Stu was saying earlier too people are going to continue with this. This is not going to just stop because we might be able to get back out into the world. People are realizing how much time they're saving, you know, from just driving. I mean, even in LA, Eliza lives here as well. I might continue to dance virtually if my dance teacher has it, because it would take me an hour to drive in LA to the dance studio. So, and I know he's going to have, both arms going even when he can open his studio again so just just food for thought but Sarah thank you and I see your questions coming in for Sarah I'm going to move to Eliza and Marie and then we'll come back for questions so make sure I don't miss any of those and I do But really quick Sarah I do think that you teach all of it on zoom right Are you teaching it all? Yes, it's
2: all on Zoom. And can I say something really quick on that thing about the classes online is that um, I enjoy taking classes online and I've taken some art classes at the community college. And when I go in to take a class at the community college, usually someone sees me that knows me and they, oh, Sarah teaches art for kindergarten through sixth grade and I'm no longer invisible. It's like they expect that I know how to do everything. The teacher, I mean, there's this high expectation. And when I take something online, I get to be invisible. I don't know how to use every art medium. So getting to be invisible and only sharing what I want to share online is a really nice aspect of it because I don't get that in person. I get, you know, people expect that I know how to do everything and I don't. So it's really nice.
0: Good, good, good. All right. Now I want to come back to questions, but we're going to introduce Eliza and Marie. Um, So Eliza, what, who do you serve? Who are you currently teaching and what led you to make this decision to kind of jump into the online space?
3: So I just want to say before I get going, Sarah, your story is so incredibly inspirational, and kudos to you. And I want to reach out to you se- maybe separately because I'm getting some questions about teaching kids, and I would like to maybe push them in your direction. <laughs> so we should have a we should have a, a, a little powwow between us. Um, so how I got started? I, I was teaching um, courses before in LA in person. And I had this idea when I joined Marisa as um, a a, a teaching online class that I wanted to teach online, but didn't quite feel confident because of my technical abilities. And then I think what happened when the pandemic hit is um, I was working away in my studio and sort of organically friends of mine and other artists that I knew were sort of not feeling in a good space and they would reach out and say do you have a a project that I could do or they know that I do a lot of textile art you know could you get I used to do embroidery could you get me set up with an embroidery project so this sort of happened organically and then I really started thinking um, as well as being an artist I'm a holistic health practitioner I thought how can I combine those two areas of my life Uh, my art practice and my healing practice and offer something that's going to really help people through this time. And so I came up with this one workshop called the hand mind connection, which is called healing transformation through art. And um, so I offered that and I got a really great response. It's a small group. Uh, It was offered to people who had zero artistic experience or practicing artists that kind of needed a reset. They needed something to help them get going again. Um, and so it combines art, but also sort of like a healing element in the process. And I'm now on my third third one of, <laughs> of this particular course. And sort of as an offshoot of that, um, people have said, oh, I, I really want to keep going with this. So I have two breakout groups now from that original workshop. Um, one's called um, Art Lab for people who are more sort of the beginning of their art practice and they want to know a lot of technique and about materials and then the other one is Art Studio for artists who are already practicing and want a critique group and sort of mentorship group so that just sort of happened organically and I guess that's sort of what a membership is, but I I just sort of carried on as an offshoot of the original workshop that I offered. And then I also offered um, a textile workshop, textile techniques for artists workshop. But the one that's given me the most joy has been the one that has the healing uh, transformation component to it. So I hope that answers the question. (laughs)
0: I didn't realize that you had made that decision to combine the two and how special that is. And we were, we were talking clubhouse earlier, which will be on a podcast um, next week. So you can hear the conversation as well. But this idea that, you know, where Sue was saying, you'll start with a few people and you will, you'll start with a few people and it, it will grow. And you'll be glad that you start with this really special group of people because they will also inform directions, ideas. You know, through the process of working with people, you will come to new ideas, or, or in Eliza's case, to like Marie. I'm thinking of you too. <laughs> like Marie is also a healer. Like where you are able to then bring in even more of your skills, and so you just want to. Stu says it all the time. You know, I say it too within the art practice because that's what I had to do. Just get it going. Um, Don't wait for everything to be just right because when you get it going, that's when you get the confidence. That's when you get the clarity to continue to take the next steps. And so it's really wonderful to hear Eliza. Just, I love, I love knowing that it's growing for you in this way. And yeah, you know that we will. Well, if you have any questions about memberships, you know where to go (laughs) and tune into the workshop because it might give you ideas. You know, memberships also don't have to be they don't have to be thousands of people deep, you know, it's, it's, you get to carve it or they can be, you get to carve the space, however you want. It can look like whatever is the most suitable for you. You may want a more intimate group of people, you know, and then price that accordingly, or you may want to serve a lot more people. One of the people that works with Stu from very early days, they teach guitar and I think they have, over ten thousand people learning guitar, learning acoustic guitar, and they are even able to within that space, like have communities meeting in different parts of the world through this mem- you know, through this membership, through this one kind of portal that leads you into acoustic guitar. That's where I get, I I get really moved by all of this. Not only the opportunity to be with you all and the expansive artists. Um, I get just moved by seeing how if we as artists share our work, what happens if we then as artists take that work and then infuse it into sharing and teaching in this way, it's just life changing. And Marie was saying it earlier, like really there's, if you can help someone today or you can impact someone or touch their life in some way. And I know some of you may be like, I'm, I don't know that I would ever teach Um, I just invite you to stay open to the possibility, truly, because you are already doing it in some regard with the choice to share the work that you share. And I believe one of the reasons that creatives are crushing it in this space, honestly, is because we are kind of queued up for it. You know, we wouldn't go through the trouble, let's be honest, it's vulnerable to take our work, to share it publicly. To do all the things that we're doing in the expanse of artists, especially um, if we weren't already queued up with some like sense of of bravery and desire to impact another. Because you can make art just for yourself and never show it to anyone. I think that's sort of doesn't defeat the purpose at all, but I think it's sad because of the impact it can have. But you've chosen to be here and say, I'm going to put it out in the world. And we know even just from seeing, I love seeing everyone's work in the group and how that impacts me, just to see what everyone's making. It's so, I get really fired up as well. All right, Marie, (laughs) Eliza, we're coming back to you. Save Save your questions. Marie, we're coming over to you. Tell us. Um, who you are currently serving or the kinds of classes you're teaching and also how you made the decision to take this next leap in your art business.
4: Well, I think it started in 2017. Uh, I was an urbanist full-time, but I had also been doing art. I always did as a child. Uh, But when I didn't for quite some years when I had young children, which I'm sure everybody (laughs) can see why... And so I was working full- time, and I had three children. and um, I missed it terribly. At some point it just became like, I have to do art, otherwise I'm going to go insane. Uh, so I took classes online, and I was like, and then I was playing with my watercolors one day, and i I did something that I had never seen anybody else do before which doesn't mean a thing. Of course, plenty of people probably have done it, but I had never seen it done. And I was so excited, it was looking so cool. I was like, oh, I wish I could show it to someone else. And uh, I can't remember who, but someone in my family said, well, why don't you um, do it? I think actually it was my husband's father because he was in the kind of business where he wanted. He was teaching people, and online was becoming really big. And he said, "Well, why don't you uh, show it to people online?" I was like, "Oh, I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> None. Not a clue. I don't. I didn't have anything. yet. I didn't have a camera. Nothing." And I went to one of the people that I was taking lessons with. And I said, I have this idea, this thing um, I found and I'd like to share it. And she said, that's awesome. Do a class, here is how you do it. She gave me some pointers and and she said, I'll host it. And so that's what, and I did. And that's just how it started. And then um, from there, I was uh, taking um, oil painting, uh, classes with an artist in person. She was doing workshops at her uh, her house in the countryside, and we became instant friends basically. And she introduced me to someone else that she thought we would click, and we totally did. Like it was just my people, you know. It was like that kind of, and it was also almost instant where we said we should do something together and we created Eat, Paint, Love Outfit Reads uh, that year. So it was later in 2017, I had taught my online course, which was a lot of fun and I loved it. Then I went to this workshop, we became friends. Right away, we we're like, let's do something. And so in 2018 and 19, uh, we were doing workshops, two workshops a year uh, in different parts of the world. So that was, um, our banks in the east of the United of the United States and a country in Europe. And we were all fired up. And of course we were just thinking, well, we're going to keep doing that, right? Well, because it was so much fun. And and then, well, then we all know what happened in 2020. And we were like, well, <laughs> well, I'm going to stay polite, but it was not a polite meeting that we had where it was like, what do we do now? I mean um then life happened for one of them in a terrible way um so we needed time anyway but I couldn't take all that time because at that point I was not an herbalist anymore I didn't have that income I needed I needed to replace it somehow uh, at least parts of it so I was like well there is no other choice either I find another job I go back to being an herbalist or I make the art thing work online again and um just at that moment where I was thinking about that, Marisa appeared on Facebook <laughs> and um, and I signed up for the Expansive Artists. And I was like, I need to make another class. And I did the Red Dot Society. And by October that year, I got out another class um, that people in the actual live workshops, people will you know, of course you have conversations with people and they will tell you what they want to learn. And so I just listened to that. And I got out um, a mermaid painting class, which was to learn watercolor in a portrait. Uh, And since I knew that some people already wanted that, I had signups from these people, even though my list was really, really small. Don't let a small list or a small amount of people uh, scare you from starting. Think of it as if I had been in a workshop live and that 15 people had showed up and paid for to learn from me, I would have been thrilled. 15 people, that's a lot of people to be teaching at the same time. So whether it's online or it's a lot of people, <laughs> You know, so, um, and, and then from there, from this workshop with the mermaid, uh, they are going to tell you again, well, could you teach this? Could you teach that? So now I have several people who have uh, told me they want to learn how to paint the animals I'm doing and the landscapes. So that's what I'm doing next because the demand is already there for me to do it. And, Uh, You know, I'm working towards the goal of that by next year, we will be back to workshop in person. So I will be doing that in France too. And I want to do a membership because uh, I think I have these ideas of, you know, combining France and nature and I mean art. And so, you know, you just keep, keep going. and create the momentum. Don't just wait for it. Just, you know, I just took a leap of faith uh, a few weeks ago. That's going to pay off for me. Um, I really think it's going to change a lot for me. So, you know, you take chances. And if the answer is no, just try again. <laughs> try again, either somewhere else or later, you know, keep keep doing your art. It works. It really works.
0: Marie, going to make us all cry. I hope not. We're all knowing I want you to cry. There's a joy. Oh my goodness. I know you have a big opportunity you alluded to that you'll tell us when you're ready. And uh, so this is exciting for you.
3: Yes, very. Um,
0: oh my goodness. Because I know when Marie was mentioning the Red Dot Society, I have a a small group coaching, like next level group coaching that we did that's on hold right now. Cause I'm going to coach people going through tribe, um, in the next couple of months, but I got to know what what she's working towards and what her membership idea might be its good <laughs> we'll keep we'll keep it but it's it's uh it's just all of the feels so let me come over I intend you know that's sort of our intro and then I would love for this to be a conversation and Eliza I know we also um in your celebrity ways we only have you for a little bit so if anybody has to hop off no worries. I understand. Same for you who are joining us live. Um, this The only thing I will say, I'm not as familiar with StreamYard and I have sometimes had my computer power down. Um, stay with us if you can, because this isn't like backup recording somewhere else. I don't know how to do that yet, but hopefully it will all be fine because we want this. Um, the plan is it will be saved barring any electrical technical things that sometimes happen. So let me open it up to questions. Sarah, I see Sarah laughing because they happen all the time. So I've got you all in Streamyard, but I'm also scrolling back on Facebook so I can actually see who left the Uh, question if you didn't click on StreamYard yet. So we're coming in fast and furious. And if you left a question for Sarah in the beginning, please repost it so that I can find it. And um, yeah, Laura, do tribe again, Laura says, and come and coach with us again. I would love to have you. Um, And Amy, I saw that you were, I didn't realize that Amy uh, Mayne Robinson is also does hypnotherapy. You know, that's so interesting with the creatives is that we are diverse. <laughs> we are very diverse. And I saw that Nicolene to Eliza was saying that she was thinking about ways of combining um, teaching art with expertise in hypnotherapy and EFT. It'd be so fascinating. And then this is where I I get a little deeper. If you all are just getting to know me, I'm like, this is, it's like a consciousness. It's an awakening. Like there's no accident in my mind that there's this surge online that people are flocking to it to connect in ways that we haven't been able to do before. And simultaneously, the people who are ready and waiting to teach, inspire, connect all these modalities, like, I think there's also a healing that has been happening through everything that's happened this year, that's still happening, that will continue to, but I believe in this, like, a consciousness of, oh my goodness, you know, how we are helping each other, grow and move. And so it's really interesting to me to hear that so many of you are working in these different fields and combining it with your art. I know there are a couple of you who are art therapists or interested in art therapy, and these are all ways that this can work together. All right, so coming back Two questions I know Sarah can you quickly speak about Heather was asking Heather Harrington was asking do you send art kits to the people that sign up or do they have your own supplies if you could speak to that for a moment
2: okay so for um it depends on what I'm doing so when I offered the summer camps um I sent art kits to everyone or everyone came and picked up I don't I only had a few that got things mailed to them, but, um, I created art kits. So I bought everything in bulk and um, wholesale and I, um, provided art kits for all the kids in the camps. And I did that because, um, I offered a family pricing for the camps and it was really low. And then I noticed like shoot i'm not making very much money so i needed i was said oh i have kits available i didn't even have everything ready but i was like i have kits available and i threw the kits together and i told them i didn't even give them an option just that they had to buy a kit for each kid and um, so that boosted up my revenue on that and then for my art membership i um, didn't do kits instead what i did was a supply list and um, i was trying to make it easier on myself because, like, behind me, I'm in this tiny space, and behind me is like all this stuff for camps. And then inside the house, there's like 80 canvases in boxes, and the stuff gets a little overwhelming. So, for the membership, I just went ahead and did where um, there was a supply list, and I would tell them, you know, how they can buy this stuff and, you know, where to get the deals at and how to use the coupons from Michaels and um, just give them advice on how to purchase stuff. Another thing is, a lot of people, Don't, I didn't realize this, but a lot of people don't know how to shop at Michael's and they don't even know what these materials are and they'll have questions. So I took actual pictures of my um, products I use and I would um, send that with them. So that way they knew, um, you know, what to buy. And excuse me while I play with a piece of dried um, paint that I've, (laughs) I'm like ADHD. So I'm sitting here like playing with my paint (laughs) and peeling my paint tray and, I have
0: activities going on.
2: All welcome here, Sarah. We got it. But you can make a lot of money with kids. Um, you know, if you have space for it and you like putting it together and you like mailing stuff, I don't like mailing stuff, but if you like to do that, you can make a lot of money with the kits because you can charge so, so much more. Like it cost me a couple dollars to put together a kit that then goes for like 15 or 20 bucks. So you can make a lot of money off of kits.
0: Yeah. There's um, just. In the hub under guest speakers, Sarah Williams, Sarah Yow Williams is also a triber and I had her as a guest speak a little bit about box, box membership because you could also not teach at all. And I have wanted to do this for a long time to create a Creative Thursday Collectors Club where people receive like a quarterly box of my art. Um, I didn't figure out all of the details of what that would look like exactly, but I still imagine that. And Sarah, you know, I'm going to tell you, we'll just get support for the kids. You don't have to do them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to gently nudge you and say, get support when you're ready. But you can, there is a, I can't think of her name, but there's somebody who's an artist that teaches who does the kits also, and I think has built a huge, huge business out of it. So there are a lot of options. You could just do kits. You could teach and do kits. You could do something unique with, when Stu mentioned the earrings, I know, I don't know if Andrea is with us today, but she just started launching her jewelry. I'm like, well, that would be such a cool, I think there is someone who does like an earring a month or you know something Sarah has t-shirts that she designs um Sarah Williams and now she has a membership teaching people how to do box memberships like it just goes on and on and on her thing so- would drive me
2: crazy all that <laughs> when I see her warehouse and I've done her training and I'm like that would just drive me crazy but I use pizza boxes they're back there and they store pretty <laughs> easily and I use the pizza boxes they fit an eight by 10 canvas in it and it works great for, um, the kids, 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 and classes.
0: Yeah. And this you bring up a good point too, which is, I will always remind you on this journey to figure out what works for you, uh, no matter what you're doing in this business, like make it fit for you. Um, I know what you mean, Sarah. And having just spent three days shipping a lot of orders nonstop, I'm like, "Ah." (laughs) I just put a pause on that for a moment. So I totally get it. And Grace was asking you do a membership, but you also do sometimes themed, um, like you'll do just a weekend party as well. Like you do a combo, but you have a membership going.
2: So I have a couple of different things going. Um, so I have the membership, the kids art membership, and that meets twice a month um, for their classes. And I have it split up with the um, like kinder through third grade and fourth grade through sixth grade. And then once a month, we have a big paint party. And that's what the families um, can come online with the kids and everybody can paint together. So I do that. And then I do like, um, Like, I'm gearing up right now for summer camps. So I'll do some online summer art camps. And then, like, um, I did a winter break camp. And um, if people want to do a party, I do that, too, and birthday parties and um, just all kinds of different things. Um, I have a big event coming up, let's say, the day before Mother's Day. So that has a bunch of families coming to it, and my goal is to get, um, since that's going to be in person, I'm going to be able to actually connect with them. They'll get to see how I teach in person, and then I'm hoping to get, like, emails and stuff and try to get some more kids to join in that membership. But I kind of do different things, and then I do the window painting. Um, when I do the window painting, it's um, I'm focusing, again, on families lots of the times and getting them to... Um, I made like a memory game, or not a memory game, what is it called? Like a picture search game to go with the board, um, the windows, so that way I can connect again with families and hopefully um, try to bring them into the membership. Because it's the same, if I teach 10 kids, it's the same as it's, I taught one kid, it's actually easier than teaching like two kids. So the more kids are that are in the group, the easier it is to um, actually to teach the group.
0: Yeah. Um, this is true as you scale, then the work becomes, it can't, well, it becomes less and it becomes more in other ways, but it's essentially this opportunity to, To do what you're doing, but but grow your revenue as well for the same efforts that were put in. And I think Eliza had to hop off. We suddenly became three squares. I'm like, oh my. I know I'm (laughs) like,
2: oh, I look different here. I'm like moving my finger.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Eliza, for being with us. I know she said she had a little bit of time. Um, so let me see. Oh yeah, Amy had said I figured out how to put you all on our TV. So we're on Amy's TV and (laughs) we look fabulous, she says. (laughs) Do we have really big heads now on your TV? (laughs) Now we're movie stars. And um, Anona, yes, this mug is from Anthropology. It's a favorite for sure. I'm assuming that's what you're referring to. And all right, here we go. I'm still scrolling through. And Marisa Montaldi, uh, who was just with us too on on Clubhouse, said, that's an amazing story, Marie. She didn't know. That's why I love um, having more expansive artist shares, I call them, or opportunities to um, talk with our members and, you know, highlight the work that they're doing because we don't know, right? There's only so much that we really get to know out of Facebook comments, which is a good start, but there's a lot behind each and every one of you, and I'm so thankful, too, to everyone who's taken a moment to say hello and introduce yourself because it makes a huge difference in terms of building these connections. Like Sarah might connect with Eliza. Like you can't, you can't forget that being part of a community is a pretty cool thing. <laughs> you know, it's like we get to, um, when none of us really like that word network, but we get to connect and um, and grow our businesses this way as well, which is pretty exciting just by showing up and saying hello and being ourselves and all the things that you know so well. And Gloria was saying this kind of excitement Marie was talking about I have is how I feel about teaching batik painting. I know we saw your photo too, Gloria, it was so great. I love sharing it and seeing how people transform from hesitancy to confidence joy, surprise, and big increase in self-esteem. But so far, I've only taught it live. I would so love to be able to create the same supportive experience for people online. I have six who have told me they would like to learn with me online. Yes! (laughs) That is a great start. That is an excellent start. And Erica, good to see you, Erica, um, was saying, incredible. And Molly said, Maria, I love how you lit up as you smiled at the perspective plans of making it happen in France too. Yes, yes. Marie's going back. <laughs> We're all gonna be meeting over there. I'm gonna do my retreat again as well. It's gonna be so great. I really, really miss it. Amazing, so thrilling. And Dee says amazing. And Erica was saying, how do you choose what to teach so everyone isn't painting in your style? This is a great question. This comes up for me. So how would you answer that? And I'm happy to answer that as well. But Marie, I'm gonna ta- toss that one over to you first.
4: I think actually when you are taking a, an online class, you should, for the most part, I mean, you should. There on should or shouldn't, but If you want to learn new techniques and uh, fast and easily incorporate it in your style, I think actually following a lesson um, is actually really helpful. And if if your question is, am I worried that people would copy my style? It has happened and it doesn't bother me. I just, whatever. I think um, they can't keep it up for a long time is what I've noticed anyway. And the goal of the thing is to actually for them to learn my style because they can take bits of it to put it in theirs. And so I keep it simple. Like um, the mermaid one that I did was a portrait in watercolor and inks. And I kept her face stylized and Although there were many layers, uh, I do very detailed, many layers, paintings, so there was less of that. But keep it simple and don't worry about it. Like, I just, I just don't.
0: Yeah, it's... um... I heard recently, cause I'm in a painting course for the first time, really like to the extent um, that I've committed to. And I love this, um, you know, it's with Nicholas Wilton who has this CVP painting course. He said in the beginning, you will emulate someone's style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think I tried to emulate Monet. <laughs> like you're looking at what you enjoy, and you you it just it seeps in and that that's okay. I love that he kind of acknowledged for students that that's okay. Not that we're going to then have our students go out and try to sell that work. Like I think that's where a different line like nobody's going to want to start to try to sell your style, but that it's absolutely alright for people to emulate and then like Marie was saying They will go on to create their own version of that because ultimately the more you create that's part of that process is that you are tapping into your own voice. But if some teacher allows you a bridge, you know, to move into something new, uh, then I would welcome that for my students. I think the difference is I had mentioned this at some point. I have heard of teachers who insist that you were doing it their style. And I was like, really? I, uh, what? What is the point of that? Know. This is true. That's way <laughs> we <weirder>. um, are <laughs> Because that's just, I
4: mean, yeah. why? I have no idea. I just don't understand that they do.
0: Yeah, when I was leading an in-person workshop with my friend Helen, which is how I met Eliza originally, she took it with us. People said, oh, we loved how you taught in such a way that invited our own style to come through. And and I I thought, do people not do that? Is there something I'm (laughs) missing? So yes, (laughs) Um, I was going back. Marianne, good to see you and Joe is here and Marianne was feeling teary earlier. I'm, forgive me, I'm a little behind in the in the comments but I'm coming for you and Heather said, I love that. Marie, so inspiring. Thank you for sharing your wonderful stories. I've learned such different and wonderful things from each of you. I'm so glad. Um, Erica says she's so happy for you. <laughs> and so Grace is asking who does the membership model not like six week courses or one off." workshops. Well, I do. <laughs> you're, you're in line and Sarah does one as well. Right. And Marie is thinking about it. She's working towards it. Yeah. Cause when you start with courses and this will happen, this happened to me earlier as well, but I didn't really know how to support everybody. Like Eliza was sharing, people will want to keep working with you. They will. And they'll ask you and you'll be like, um, that's it. Bye everybody. <laughs> I mean, I just taught artful selling. So I have both now. I have a six week is technically with implementation. Like we're together about seven or eight weeks. And then a number of you joined the expansive artists to continue working with me. That was your first introduction to me. And, you know, I, I had a place where you could, you could keep working on what we worked on in the course and grow the community. And, and you were already connected to each other in that space. And so it's, they dovetail beautifully together, but you could start with either one is really up to you, but start with only one. That was a very big lesson I learned from my time in tribe. Um, get one thing going and then add on. Um, As you have the capacity for that, because if we try to juggle too many things at the beginning, it's too much and it doesn't really serve us or the people that we're trying to work with. So, Rebecca, good to see you. Are there practical steps to follow somewhere to set up? The online teaching just wondering as I have actually had a few requests, but not something I ever considered until joining EA. I'm glad, glad, not glad that we're, (laughs) we're giving you new things to think about. There are, I'm having some of my course. Eliza was in a course with me. I taught an online teaching course and I did a boot camp last year and I've sort of shifted to helping more with the sales and marketing, but I'm looking at some of the tutorials I have there and seeing if I could just drop them in the hub for you that might help you get some of that set up. But um, really that's I won't say it's the easiest part, but you can really open up a zoom and you can start teaching people like it doesn't need to be. uh, It doesn't need to be more complicated than that. If you have a way to receive your payment and a way to communicate, which is why so many people use Facebook groups and there are other platforms now, like a place called mighty networks where you can have more community going But, and you don't even necessarily have to have a community either. I encourage everyone to keep that really simple. But one thing you could do, Rebecca, is as you think through this idea drop us a post in the group and say, okay, this is what I'm thinking. What would I need? You know, what might be the best platform? Um, Where could I teach this? And we'll absolutely try to help you support, support that. And then I'll be, we'll be having our Q and a in a couple of weeks. And um, I can answer more questions around that too, if you're thinking about it. Tracy Diamond says she does the same thing with you as you Sarah with the paint palettes <laughs> I love it on <laughs> box membership um Gloria was asking about yeah well I think you could make it anything that you want you know you could make art you could make supplies you could make you can you could do anything box you know, what you'll hear from Stu. And so if you, I know you're really considering this, you know, learn from Stu. He's the he's the membership guy. And I saw a question I'm just going to quickly answer as well. Amy Porterfield. So I've taken both of their courses and Stu and Amy and James Wedmore, I, I love all of them, uh, were in a mastermind together like 12 years ago. And they've all just kind of like whew, exploded Amy really specializes in teaching courses. And when I was in her course, I learned about Stu and I'm like, I really need to take Tribe too. (laughs) So I did because they're similar, but they're not the same. And um, I will also say, I think Tribe's one of the best courses I've taken, partly because I I was ready and Stu's very much about keeping it simple. Um, he's a, the person behind the Searchy Hub that we also have our our membership on now. You know, he's trying to create everything for people to consume in 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 a very clear fashion and not overcomplicating it. And I think with so much going on out there, I really appreciate that approach. For me personally, doesn't mean there's not a lot of depth to this work. You will find there is but you can start it and then add on as you, as you go. And so they are two different people. And if you really want to go deep on memberships, just even if you do the free workshop from Stu, you're going to learn so much because he's going to bring a lot of people on that will talk about their memberships and you'll get new ideas for something you might not have thought of yet. And you'll see all of that to say, my original point was recurring revenue You know, the story of Netflix versus Blockbuster. Um, We're paying, I pay an Amazon Prime membership. You know, Adobe, I use Adobe Suite. I pay every month for that. Apple, I pay every month for Apple. All these businesses are doing recurring revenue streams because, and as artists, we know this, and Marie also was talking about this earlier, sometimes you'll have like a chunk of income come in or some art sales and then, then there will be less and that's just normal part of doing business but if you can build in a recurring revenue model or at bare minimum you'll hear me say this many times you know have multiple revenue streams focus again on getting one going but know that you are um know that you are basically growing to a place where you can have multiple revenue streams that will support you in different areas. And if Sarah and Marie, if you have anything to add in as well, just, just let me know and pop in. Um, Courtney was saying, Sarah, let's make art. <laughs> Did you no? We'll have to do that at some point. We're gonna have like a quarterly art day, and maybe we'll have a couple people share some techniques. That would be fun, wouldn't it? If we had like a, a Zoom art party, we've done that before. But will I be sharing everyone's links with everyone's classes and websites? Yeah, we can make a post. Um, Sarah, Marie, Eliza, and you could drop them in there. Um, I'm still trying to figure out the best way. I feel like there's a way to do a directory, but it might still be getting refined within the hub so people could find each other that way. Uh, Heather says, thank you, Sarah. That was so helpful. I appreciate you sharing those tips. (laughs) Amy says she'd watch this channel all day. (laughs) Thank you, Amy. (laughs) I always want everyone to have time to answer questions. So again, I'm not wanting to take up your time we will be on for a few minutes so I can make sure to get through the questions for people who joined us live and Lillian was saying Sarah of teaching kids online how do you ask them to prepare art materials online how do you make it simple would you send them material kits oh so um
2: is that I guess I'll tell you for my membership what I do oh gosh sorry my ear just like rang really quick. For my art membership, what I do is, um, and I guess it kind of goes with the whole thing of copying the artwork. What we actually do is we use templates and tracers for almost all of our projects in my art membership, and I send um, the families uh, an email with PDFs that they can print out at home, and then they use carbon paper, and they trace it onto either their paper or their canvas, and... um, I was totally against this last year. Um, As an art teacher, we never used templates. Um, I taught them how to draw the stuff. I watched kids like throw themselves on the ground in tears. I've watched kids practically run out of a classroom because the drawing was just too much for them. And um, it was still, there's no templates. You don't trace this. You do it this way. You do it that way. And um, last year with the camp, I did templates for everything. And I watched kids just enjoy painting. So they like thoroughly enjoy painting. And um, I had some kids copy me exactly down to the colors I use, the brush stroke, everything. They were afraid to branch out and do anything on their own. And those kids now in my membership, when I look at their painting, it's totally different than mine. So it was like giving them that little tiny, um, that little tiny step of already having the design, the basic design on the paper for them, um, allowed them to try art in a way that wasn't intimidating, which then allowed them to, um, you know, learn to express themselves more freely and get more creative and not be afraid to experiment in the end so I actually saw good results and it's I'm a, I'm probably teaching in person next year at a school on um, part-time and this is something now I'm going to look at using templates more often because I got to see you know the I don't see kids crying so kids don't cry in my class and they get excited to learn and they experiment more than I found in the class where they had to draw something, you know, because if we're not, if, if the purpose isn't drawing, then for me, it's like, if the purpose wasn't drawing, but instead was to mix colors and learn how to use tints and shades and learn how to blend with the paints, we've achieved that even though the kid didn't have to draw it themselves. So everything is ready to go for them um, in the art kits. Everything is actually, I've, um, already drawn it onto the canvas and onto the watercolor paper for them so the parents don't even have to try to figure out how to use um carbon paper or anything like that and with the membership I um, did a video to teach the parents how to do the carbon paper and now the kids know how to do it because the parents just pushed it over to the kids So <laughs> the kids are stuck doing it on their own so that's what we do yeah and then I want to say something about tribe real quick yeah Okay. So last year I did the tribe free workshop and I lasted one afternoon and um, I was overwhelmed by it. I didn't understand. Um, I didn't really get what a membership was. I got what he was saying about Netflix and shaver of the month and that type of thing. But I was like, well, I already know of art memberships because I use one for my art teaching, um, the Deep Space Sparkle. And I was like, well, how can I compete with it? She's already got this membership. I don't even understand how I fit into this equation. I don't get it. And then I just tuned out and I didn't listen to anything else that that week I was done. So I totally tuned out. And now like every day I'm watching like, what's do have on now? What's do have on now? And I'm like totally into it. But I mean, it was overwhelming enough that I just shut it off and I didn't get like, how does this fit into my life? And how can I do something when someone else already offers something and they have video equipment and they've got professional lighting and they've got, you know, sound and they are able to put animation on their stuff and here I am like how do you work Zoom? I don't know how to push the buttons on Zoom. And um I guess with the I guess so what I'm trying to say is last year it was overwhelming as heck. So if you do if if you do the free workshop, I would say stick it out for more than a day and um, <laughs> know that you don't have to have um professional equipment. I mean they were all willing to learn with
0: me and that's what they do still so wow yeah I, thank you for sharing that because I think and as Stu said so well he was like little old me <laughs> like who's gonna want to do this with little old me like that's how we feel sometimes and um it's it doesn't need It's not a reason not to focus forward, but I'm curious when you say that, especially when we're talking about all of this and same for you, Marie, um, what, what made you feel like you could receive it now? versus then. And this is just something that we all struggle with, right? I'm constantly going, everyone, everyone, I love you already. Please don't come in here and be like, I got to do all the things. And I say this now in this broadcast, don't feel like you have to do online teaching or a membership or anything, you know, you can put it in your back pocket or I was telling Marisa, like put it in your backpack, but just keep it close by. Like, don't put it all the way in the basement suitcase, just keep it in your backpack. You know, we'll be here for you. Um, Stu has amazing podcasts. You can listen to it as well. And, uh, he shares lots of great insight there, but what was that turning point? Like, why are you able to now process things in a different way? Well, I threw it far out,
2: like it was gone. I like I, was, I, I didn't <laughs> but you kept your membership
0: going.
3: You yeah. did. I didn't you listen
2: did. to it again until um, <laughs> the, I noticed other people that didn't seem to know what they were doing looked like they were doing these painting of the month and this type of thing. And I thought, huh, that's interesting. Okay, so other people that aren't like this famous person, I'm doing the little quotes. And they seem like they're kind of like me are doing something. So then I watched a little bit more. And as I had all these kids come to summer camp and online, and then um, I offered a deal if they wanted to sign up for a second week of summer camp. And they almost all of them came back. And I thought, well, how can I snag these people to keep coming back all the time? And um, then it just I thought, well, maybe I could do a real simple membership. Um, I don't know. And I started asking questions and it was like, well, um, that's Stu. Stu does the memberships. And I thought, oh, I'd, I'd like turn that guy off after the first day because I was overwhelmed. <laughs> and then it was like, um, he had, I signed, because I was on his email list, I started getting emails and he was having the tribe live online and it was actually, it was in my budget. And I was like, should I do this? And I asked you if I should do it. And you were like, yes, especially, I mean shoot that was a really 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 good deal and I did that and it just pumped me up even more and then I think like a week later I launched it and um so I don't know when was that April and then August I launched but April I shut them off I was (laughs) done I was like done I'm like oh this is like there's no way I can compete with these other people there's no way and I don't know. I like my membership and I've kept it small. Like I wanted to like make it like replace all of my income, like right away. And then now I'm okay. The fact that there's only like, I think I have eight families in it. It's small and quaint and I can screw up a little bit and it's not like the end of the world. They, um, they're okay learning with me and, you know, I get to experiment with everything I'm doing and nobody gets really mad. So, um, it's working for now, but yeah, I want to expand it, but it's, you know, I like it small right now, but soon, soon, I want it to go
0: at least double. And you can do it. You can do it. And Marie, when you, was it that you were already comfortable doing some of it in person, but what was it for you where you were able to sort of embrace this and now what has you thinking about adding on to that as well it's because your people want to keep working with you right Yeah. yeah basically it was like
4: it worked it worked in person it worked online and I think it's good to keep it gradual um if you're too overwhelmed like if Sarah would have gotten I don't know 60 families uh that would have been like suddenly I mean that's because it's you know it's a lot of work. You have to take care of people. Um, there is constantly questions on the Facebook group. There is um, people having difficulties with that or with the other. It's, and, and when you have a lot of people, that's <laughs> because I've done a, a online uh, course with Ivy Newport, I know what it is to have suddenly 300 people in the Facebook Facebook group you know asking you questions after questions and like at that time. That lesson was all I had. There was nothing else for me to do uh, for two weeks or three weeks, I can't remember, to answer these people's questions, but it's not like that anymore. Um, I have other, other things going, but I, ca- I can't just take for like three weeks and not do anything else. And on top of that, I don't want to do these things where it's just three weeks and then I don't talk to people again. So it's good, keep, keep in mind that it is good to not have a rush of hundreds of people in a class or membership, it's it's overwhelming and it's um, it might make you not want to do it again, which would be a shame.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's we just more than doubled this time, I'm just feeling that growth, and um, you know, having friends that have taken it really big, really fast. And one of them said, "I said, how does it feel?" And it's like it's hard. <laughs> because you want to take care of everybody you know yeah. and you want to so i think and it's the same with our our business you know just allow that your timing to be your timing and and sarah your timing is good now like it's fine you know if you if you tune out something it's not your time yet um, there are people I work with now that I wasn't ready for a few years ago. And so you just, it's fine. It's all fine.
2: Now I listen <laughs> to them every day, every day. And I'm like listening to Stu and Wednesday Live so I can put them on my calendar. <laughs> people get confused. The people in the membership get confused over the things that you think. Like, I have to tell myself, use your teacher brain. It, I mean, pe- you have to explain everything like, like they don't know any of it because yeah, people are like, Hey, where's the zoom link. I'm thinking I sent it to you last month. I mean, you didn't save it. Oh, you deleted it. Okay. And I, I didn't realize people clean out their email. They don't have 92,000 emails floating around like me. And you know, <laughs> they, they don't know to check the group. So it was like, I had to um, explain how they, a uh, lot of things too is people don't know. And this was me a year ago. Um, Lots of times people don't know how a membership works. So they don't really understand like, you know, how stuff is going. So I'm trying to break it down and make it more simple so that way, you know, there's people don't get confused, they don't get lost, everything's ready. Bulk creating, that was really good advice was bulk creating. Especially for my ADHD brain. I can sit and like focus for like four hours, get tons of stuff done and ready to go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, or we call it batch batch creating too. That's like, the word. Batch content, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're so, there are so many, That's once so you great. really go down this path, there's a lot that you can learn and you'll just continue to want to make it all better. And I'm like, and speaking of caring for everyone, making sure that for now, while we're the size that we are, that we can answer um, any more questions. We'll go for just a few minutes more. Uh, Gloria was saying she does the same thing with adult Sarah and it works beautifully bravery grows with experience um oh Courtney I'm so glad that you're back Courtney was saying that she had given up art for a little while thinking it wasn't for her oh I'm so glad that I know that's a story for a number of us just deciding that we're going to do this. And sometimes it happens in this particular space as well. And Vivian had asked, how do you see to give feedback on Zoom classes? Basically, in, in my art classes that I've taught, I've taught painting on Zoom as well. People hold it up <laughs> right in front of the camera. Yeah, Sarah Marie, same. Is that that's Yeah, basically they the hold thing? it
2: up? I encourage if they want to share, but I know sometimes in the beginning, people don't want um, anyone else to see their painting. So I just make sure to, you know, if you'd like to share, you can hold up your painting. I guess that came from when I, I used to teach in shelters and sometimes like you had to ask, you ask permission, always ask permission if people want to share or don't um, grab their painting or whatever. So I try not to grab them on Zoom. Like, hey, you want to share your painting? No. So I just ask If you'd like to share, go ahead and um, feel free
0: to share. And most of the time they do. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's different than being in person, but no one's saying that it replaces it because there's something so cool about being in a room, being able to walk around and see everybody's what they're working on. Uh, But it's, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty good alternative. It works. And when you have people together at the end, I always have my students holding up what they've made. And we keep, you know, we, we spotlight it on the zoom so you can see it bigger in the recording. And it's really, really nice. And Marisa was asking about Patreon. Yeah, it's not it's a good question marisa patreon i have the least experience with i have zero experience with it i don't even support anyone on patreon i see it as more of subscription based versus membership like a membership to me is you're fully invested in what that is whether that's a product um learning like service or product based but patreon is a way where you could kind of give people a donation. Like in my mind, this is what I see it. I'm sure people use it for all kinds of things. But if you want to support an artist and then they give lessons, I know people do lessons and they do tutorials. But to me, when I've looked at it briefly, there's no real way to connect with people. It just feels like you're kind of diving in and getting something and then going on your way, and you know that you're supporting someone in creating more learning content. I see a lot of YouTubers do well with that because it's a way to bring people into the fold from YouTube where they're giving a lot of free content or podcasters, but I don't see it as the same as a membership per se, especially if you want to go deeper with your with your people. Because you will, you'll hear Stu say this if you tune in next week and don't and tune in the whole time. (laughs) But people come for the content, but they stay for the community when you're doing this kind of teaching. If you're doing teaching. um, If you're doing a box or something else that they can just take and you know go on their merry ways, certainly that's different. But I know people make communities out of those memberships as well. Like you're still buying into the person behind it and the product that they have. So it's true. It really is about the relationships that you build and um, it's really, really, it's powerful. So if you were going to do a membership, I don't see that Patreon is the best vehicle for that, but it's certainly an option. And that's all I can say about it because I don't know, but maybe somebody in the group um, is either on it or really enjoys supporting someone that way I encourage everyone to always do your own due diligence. And Nicoline, just if I didn't make it clear, if you want to learn about memberships, stew. <laughs> just do it, just stew Tribe. And as he'll tell you, oh, we all have his pitch down. It's like eight members and you pay for it. It's really worth it. And, you know, you'll make it back. You don't need to have a huge membership to make it back. And then because it's recurring revenue, You know, it's it's worth the investment a hundred times over.
2: It's nice, it's like the ching and then there's money in your account. I like it when I look (laughs) at my phone and it's like this person paid you, this person paid you and I was like, Oh, I totally forgot, you know,
0: (laughs) money's coming in. Money while you're sleeping. Well, that's what online is, you know. When people can buy your art while you're sleeping, it's pretty cool. <laughs> and if they're if they're um, paying for classes that way, it's wonderful as well. And Marisa was talking about thinking that drawing was everything in art, but yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm an okay drawer, but I have to be looking at something in order to do the illustrating like I'm not necessarily I always have to revisit what it is that I'm drawing especially when it comes to different animals and things I don't have it all contained in my head and so I love to illustrate with paint it feels very different to me than like really finely rendering but some of you oh my goodness your rendering is amazing I don't like to draw you don't like to no I just like painting Yeah, I do. I agree. Sometimes I feel the same way. Nicolene was saying it can feel so overwhelming with all the information. I know it's in alignment for me to offer a membership somehow and marry it with spirituality, EFT, hypnotherapy. But where to start? It's nice to hear you speak about your overwhelm, Sarah. Yeah, just honestly, if you're thinking of a membership, just start with the free workshop with Tribe and then feel free to ask questions. I'm going to open a pop up membership. Facebook group so for you who are going through the workshop we'll start it probably next week and you want to come and ask questions I can pop in live there and answer additional questions for you as you go through the workshop that way we're not just expansive artists it's not all all tribe all the time we can geek out about that stuff in the in a pop-up for you who are really thinking about it. So go through it, Nicolene, and then I'm happy to answer questions for you as well. Rebecca was also talking about the drawing. It's so fascinating, right? How we all make our art. <laughs> I make lots of lines around things. I resisted that, that tip of like, you're not supposed to outline. I'm like, really? Really I would like to outline <laughs> Amy says I love your email truth thank you Sarah we all everyone appreciates your your honesty about everything ADHD how many people i wanna know this because i've been wondering if i have it myself and was never diagnosed with it i'm wondering how many artists a lot of women creative entrepreneurs have it i need to get into a zone And then I want to focus and I don't want to be interrupted during that time because it took me a while to get to that zone. (laughs) But I was able to focus in school, but maybe I could have focused even better. I've got bored a lot, to be honest. Is that also... Yeah, I'm wondering how many of us have it. I have just more and more women are coming forth and saying they're misdiagnosed because they are also um, multitaskers. Like we tend to be able to do that. Yeah.
2: And because you're female. Yeah. They, they tend to like think it's more
0: of a boy thing, but. Yeah, exactly. Or that it's hyperactivity, but that's not necessarily it. That's where I wouldn't have put myself in that category.
2: No, I think ADD, I'm like kind of like
0: all over. Um, <laughs> Grace was saying, "Risa, what were you doing before with your membership that wasn't working? Um, meaning I had two. I had the Creative Coconuts. I'm like, I know Sarah Stevenson was in the Creative Coconuts with me. Um, My goodness. I know there are a number of you who are in there with me. And I, at the time, it was just podcasting. So I started in 2012. Like, I didn't know about Stu until 2019. (laughs) So he was really new to my world. And I knew about recurring revenue and, and had vision for that. And I know a number of, you know, Bonnie Christine, or maybe you took immersion or you're in there and she started her, her flourish membership in 2012. And she took tribe when I took tribe. Um, a couple of us were going through it at the same time. And so I sometimes wish I had stuck with it, but I only did audio And then Sean and I did it together. We were the creative coconuts, like I said, and people wanted to continue after classes with me. And so I went ahead and started it, but then it's work on top of your art. And as Marie was saying, and Sarah was saying, I wasn't ready to add that in, but I've got to be honest and say that, and I spoke about this in this little tribe video um, that came out recently that I put in my email It was self-doubt. It was everything that we're talking about. I just really convinced myself that, you know, why would someone really want to hear from me every month? And would I be able to come up with new things for them? And as it turns out three years into this, um, officially in March, but two years into sort of the expansive artist version, um, it works like it just works and you, you just every time. And I love having new people join us as well, because you bring a whole new energy and um, you bring new questions and new ideas. And, and then the people who are here, you know, bring new insight from having been a part of it for several years. And it just keeps growing into something really It just keeps getting more beautiful is honestly what I have to say. And when I was doing the creative outliers before I shifted it because it was really like group coaching. And I wanted a space. I wanted to separate that out where if we did group coaching, that would be a different experience, like meeting on zoom, like Marie's done that with me where we're really going deep on things. But for people who Want to just kind of come in and get acquainted with all of this, and you know, put different things together, different stages, and to have this community experience in this level. I I just sort of separated those out, and then it became the expansive artists, and you're able to do all kinds of different things in um, throughout the year versus like go deep on the one thing that you're working on and being able to have that. So I I hope that that answer. Answers your question. You're welcome for the Patreon, Marisa says. And um, that's called Hyper Focus Within ADHD. I really wonder if I have it. <laughs> My goodness. I love how now it's like a badge of honor. I think I might have it. <laughs> um, I wonder if that has the foggy brain as well. Because <clears throat> I know we've talked a little bit about. Um, I've I've gone through different eating things and, you know, inspired tangents. I would wrap that into ADHD possibly as well. Oh, my goodness. Totally in the zone, especially when writing. Teresa says, I'm always doing 35 million things at a time, but give me a deadline. I'm on it. Multitasking, Didi, as I tidy up my studio. Yes, paint and tidy up your studio as we chat with this informal roundtable. and erica says i didn't choose the multitask life the multitask group found me and now i'm trying to stop (laughs) i know oh my goodness all right speaking of we've kept you all already for a while but i just wanted this to be a conversational opportunity try something different i hope that you all enjoyed the Roundtable table experience because we might be able to do this with more topics because you can see and I say this a lot and I I love this too especially as we grow that everybody brings a different wisdom to the group and I love that we are able to connect this way as a community and learn um speaking of Stu in our mastermind you know he's always taking notes because he's learning from his members as they grow he's learning and it just it just continues this cycle of learning from everybody and and being able to hear from it yeah Heather says that she loves the roundtable format because I have a couple of ideas around possibly commissions possibly murals we've been talking a lot about that And, um, just, I know there's a lot of experience in these different areas. And so it would be fun. (laughs) Marianne says, you're lucky. I can't multitask. (laughs) Well, Marianne, I think that puts you not ADHD (laughs) categorized. (laughs) I wish that I didn't (laughs) because sometimes I don't know that it's such a good thing, but I'm getting better at putting my attention to one place and one focus and so we're going to wrap up. I just wanna give Sarah and Marie an opportunity. I think we made it through um, almost all of the questions for you who are able to join live. And of course, uh, you got the group, we're, we're not done today. So you feel free to drop more questions in or you know, tag. I'm sure Sarah and Marie don't mind, or Eliza if you tag them, if you're asking a question. But I just wanna give them an opportunity to say any closing thoughts on today. Besides, if you do learn about memberships or anything else, give it the whole time. (laughs) Don't give up right away. (laughs) Or if you do, it's fine. It's fine. (laughs) You'll be ready when you'll be ready.
2: I think that would be my biggest thing is just to um, maybe like allow yourself to listen for more than a day just to see if, you know. Give it a chance because maybe it is something that would work with your um, your business. And I mean, you can always try something really small. Like I have right now, it's just they pay with the PayPal subscription and things go out in an email. It's very basic and there's a private Facebook group. So like it's nothing fancy, but it's working for now until I get larger and have to figure something else out. So I just say, be more open to it and you don't have to be fancy and you don't have to have ring light. You don't have to have all that. You can like work yourself to it. I got the ring light like last month. So it's, you know, it's just been a process. So I guess just give it a little time and see if maybe that's a good fit.
0: Thank you, Sarah, Marie.
4: Yeah, I'd say uh, go slow. You know, there's, uh, it's it's a learning process, it's a lot to learn and be thankful that it's slow at the beginning. <laughs> Just what I'm gonna say, um, focus on the content and because you can always sell it over and over and over again. If it's not in that format, if it doesn't work for some reason, it's like, uh, you know, like when you do a painting and nobody seems to be interested and it stays for months. And when you decide, okay, I'm going to take it down and then even like two years later, I put back on the painting and someone wants to buy it like right away. It's, so it's it's there is timing with everything. So if it doesn't work once, doesn't mean it's not going to work. So just keep trying. And I do mine on Podia. Um, so you pay the fee and then you are in an online classroom where you can comment and... And then I have a Facebook group, um, because there is hours and hours of video for uh, for my classes every time. I just I just can't do something, and um, just. Apparently, <laughs> <little laughs> it's just not possible. So, <laughs> so that's why. And I can leave the, the link for Pogia because it is uh, it can be very expensive, and that's why I'm looking at Shine Pages. Uh, Oh, yeah, she that's the right. only reason I haven't is because she doesn't have a print on demand option, which I really need right now. Yeah, and so that's the only reason I haven't signed up yet. But Podia, mm-hmm. um, Podia is fairly inexpensive.
0: Yeah. What I'll do after this is just um, put a little post and tag the three of you in there and you can drop your links to your membership, your classes, and any resources that you like. uh, Marie was saying you could drop the Podia resource in there. So for anybody seeing this, you can see it. And, you know, in closing, um, thanks, Patty. So glad you were here. In closing, just to reemphasize what I do in the expansive artists is bring... You know, we talk about all aspects of the art business and this this truly for me personally, long before this has nothing to do with tribe. Like I started podcasting before pretty much anybody. And I started online teaching in 2008. Sarah was in the fishbowl and Marie was actually in another iteration of that called permission to be creative and make money. And so I have like stopped and started on this journey for quite some time. And it wasn't until I came back and decided to do a a membership. And I just tried for a quarter. I just tried for three months. I was like, I don't know if I'm ready. I don't know if I'm ready. And, you know, and I was like, I'm ready. I want to keep going with this. And now it's like really um, dialing, is like getting refined and growing in momentum. And, and as Sue was saying, I'm feeling more confident all the time with the results I'm able to help people get. And I just really, really love it. And, um, and I've given it time, you know, it's been growing at its own pace as well, but I'm passionate about this as an element of your creative business, because I see so many people flourishing in it and i also invite you to say i know this isn't for me and that's okay so we're talking about it for you know this month we we kind of do a different theme every month and this happens to be it and i had a number i often will also adjust the themes for what the what the strongest desire is in the group and i'm always listening to what it is that you need so don't feel like Well, if you're listening all the way to the end of this, you probably have an interest. If not, you probably missed this part. But just don't feel like you have to do all the things, you know, at any given time. Please listen to the message of I'm just here to light up new um, opportunities, insights, possibilities, learning for you. And I invite you to set very clear boundaries for yourself about what it is that you want to process when. And just like Sarah was saying, I love that she shared that story. You can say no, you can stop, you can go inward. Um, I saw Lillian was saying that too. She just went and made art. If it all gets to be too much, go make some art. That's why you're here. That's our highest priority art making art and then everything else fits in around that and if you feel ready that this is something that you want to think about or maybe you you know it's not your next next step but you feel like you can absorb learning more about it then we're here to answer questions for you but it is a really wonderful time opportunity filled with possibilities if it's something you feel gently called to do then listen to that because there might be people who are waiting for you to make a difference in their lives even i know sarah and marie sharing today has made a difference and eliza has made a difference for you already and that's kind of the point of all of it so on that note i am going to fingers crossed it all worked out so well And, um, oh, Marisa was adding on, looking at it, they should be able to connect to Shopify API if they wanna build it in. Yeah, I'll ask Robin and see if we can get her to do print on demand. There is a Shine Pages masterclass in your hub in terms of just learning about the site that you can easily teach on and have e-commerce on. You know, Gloria was looking at it as well and just see if it feels like a good fit for you. Again, choose what feels right for you, um, but don't hesitate to also, cause you're here, take guidance from people that you're like, yes, I wanna learn from you. Don't hesitate. Don't tune it, don't tune everyone out yet. Keep listening. So, all right, let me make sure I can, here we go. I'm gonna officially end the broadcast. Bye everybody. So good to have you with us. This will go up in your hub as well, but because it was recorded in the Facebook group, it should stay there and we'll see you soon. Next week, you can process. It's implementation week. Um, If you do take the workshop with Stu, you won't do that for a week anyway. (laughs) So maybe take this time to adjust, take in all the information that you feel like you want to take in and just catch your breath for a second. Make some art. Just, just uh, deep breaths are always good to remember to do. I forget myself. All right, everybody. <laughs> I'll see you soon. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art, all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.